superchargers, headlights, and more. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. With over 122 million parts and eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Plus, with prices that don't break the bank, you can stay on your A-game. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, friends? And welcome into Fantasy Pros Week 15 Fantasy Impact Week 1 of your playoffs. If you're not crazy, unless you're doing the, the end thing, which you shouldn't do. It's playoffs. It's Week 15. Everything went wrong unless you had Sam Laporta. Jameer Gibbs, Christian 49ers, and James maybe like Cook. Cooper Cup and James Cook. There you go. If you have that collection of players, Iron. you're having a great week. Well, Kyron had a bunch of fumbles too, but just putting that out. But if you had that collection of players, everything's great. If you had all the other players, like all the players were like, oh, this would be a fun bet, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> everything stinks hopefully you guys have made it through and we'll talk to you about all the latest and greatest we've got an injury report coming up here in one second we'll be talking about what might impact actually the monday slate of games and what's going down in week 16 we'll be breaking down all the games for the next round of the playoffs just getting you fully prepped i didn't even do it i'm chris welsh we got Scott Bogman on the house, Deepak Chona jumping on here in a second. If you're watching on the live stream, you can see all of us. They're just sitting there quietly waiting for me to shut up. If you're on the podcast, you can't. Thank you guys for being on the pod. Make sure you go youtube.com slash fantasy pros if you want to watch the live portions of all of it. Just make sure you're subscribed to all of them. All of them pay, and we even have giveaways. And we're going to do that right here before I even get to the rest of these fine gentlemen. And we'll do our proper introductions because we are giving away a fantasy belt right there to young Drew 22, the winner of the custom fantasy football championship belt, courtesy of Trophy Smack, Andrew Duplessis. Andrew Duplessis, almost a Duplass brother. Andrew Duplessis, please get in touch with our customer service agents at mailbag at fantasypros.com with your mailing address, proof of subscription to Fantasy Pros YouTube channel. I'll be in touch and you can take that bad boy home. That is Andrew, aka Young Drew 22. Congratulations, buddy. Uh, you're going to win that badass belt and take that to your league. We'll tell you about more that's going on. Deepak Chona, Sport MD Analysis. What's up, buddy? Not too much. How you doing? Winning with a backup quarterback out here in Houston. Oh, well, we're just winning with an MVP over here in San Francisco. No big deal. Bogman, how are you doing? Anybody. It doesn't matter in Pittsburgh. So, yeah, pretty miserable. It was kind of like a three little right, bears. Longhorns are going to win the natty. That's all I care about. It was Long a three little bears situation we had here. I'm like, okay. I've got all the porridge. And Deepak's like, we've got some of it. And Bogman's like, <laughs> hell, gasoline in a match. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bogman Sports, that's where you can find the bogs. Uh, even that we're good that we're a day removed from the Steelers game. So we can kind of move that. But Texans uh, moving through through you know let me uh just quickly quickly do this for one second i had a little text chain going on with Debro and uh pizapia and as soon as dak had a bad day pizapia of course turned it into and Debro turned it into what do you think lamar's got to do to be mvp and i stopped them and said listen i know i can be a homer i have not been a homer about brock purdy this is brock purdy's award and the only way he can lose it is if he does what dak has done if he does three more brock purdy weeks <laughs> This is locked, sealed, and delivered. Brock Purdy MVP, and I haven't even been a proponent of it, Bugs. I mean, it's also the easiest story to write. It's the best marketing for the NFL draft on the NFL draft side. The Mr. Irrelevant won MVP. Any player in the draft can win MVP. So, I mean, 
there's just too many roads to Brock Purdy winning this award. Unless Lamar rushes for 200 yards and has five touchdowns every single game the rest of the way through. Yeah. All the storylines, the team context, it's Doesn't done. Matter. And uh, that, that takes and he's not going to do all that. So, yeah, Brock Purdy is going to win this award. Going away unless he has three bad – like, if he has those three weeks before he went into the break, then – Somebody else will win it, but he's not yeah. going to have that. He's been unstoppable. Yeah, no point in those tickets. But uh, Debro's point was, hey, what's that Lamar number look like? So eh, you could take a look into the future and DraftKings and all of them. You could take a look once the games are all done. You can see where those numbers are at, but you're not going to get any really, really great odds. Uh, no more betting. Let's talk about the injuries because that's what we got to focus on. Deepak is in the house. Sport MD analysis for everything and all the questions, and especially you want instant analysis on Twitter. Well, we didn't have much. We actually it looked like we might have a couple scary ones. Brock Purdy got knocked out. Kyler Murray could barely get up, but everybody made it out okay. Here is what we do have. We had a Jaden Reed injury from today. That's the only one they're actually going to be focusing on. Uh, suffered a toe injury in week 15. And Bogman, we were talking off air. I, we don't think either one of us saw him come back into the game. That he might didn't. Not, yeah, yeah, he didn't. No, I, he only game. played one play in the fourth quarter, and then he was out. Uh, Jamar Chase also yesterday, obviously. But isn't it funny that the least amount of injuries happen after your team has been eliminated from the playoffs, most likely. Yeah, so exactly. It's just Murphy's Law, and here it is, another example of it. There are some that are spread around here. So Jaden Reed, toe injury. We are going to talk about the Saturday injuries, uh, the AC joint sprain from Jamar Chase, and Zach Moss had an arm injury. Plus, there's a couple looming with Jalen Hurts and Geno Smith coming up here for Monday Night Football. But Deepak, what, if anything, should we be concerned about Jaden Reed moving forward with that toe injury? Yeah, this one, of course, he did not come back. The concern here is a potential turf toe. And that would usually cause a performance dip when players do return. And in some cases does cause an absence as well. Now, the fact that he didn't return, that in itself doesn't tell us a whole lot because the game was a little bit out of hand as late as he was injured. So we'll really be looking at Wednesday's practice report as the key. If he logs a limited session there, I would expect him to play this week but with a little bit of an explosiveness hit. Boggs, is that going to steer you away uh, going into week 16, regardless if he gets a practice? And I guess unless it's like full practice, good to go, nothing out. But are you going to hold back a little bit? I mean, five other options of going somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, that's just basically at this point what it is. I don't like questionable guys. The only like questionable guy I had to roll in one of my leagues this week is Jalen Hurts because I don't have another quarterback. My backup quarterback played on Saturday, so I didn't have one going in, but if there's a questionableness to a guy going into a game, unless he practices on Friday and they say he's good to go and they don't expect him to be limited. I'm trying to find someone. Else. Like if he's like, if he's like, like a little bit limited and you have an OBJ, OBJ or, or Jaden Reed, you're going to just bite Jaden Reed and put OBJ. Probably. In. Yeah. I, you know, I'll have to, of course, do matchups and all that stuff. But I mean, I just, it, the money's on the line right now. I don't want to put someone out that is uh, well less than a hundred percent. Deepak uh, mentioned those uh, Saturday injuries, Jamar Chase and Zach Moss. What type of severity are we looking at? The Jamar Chase one probably having one of the bigger effects because I do believe there was a report that Jonathan Taylor is looming around for week 16 uh, as far as the Moss stuff goes. But uh, the Jamar Chase one is probably going to have anyone reeling. Right. Jamar Chase. Now he has an AC joint sprain. We have seen a number of players play through this injury without missing the following week. When they do, they have only a mild performance hit. It's usually about 10% for elite wide receivers. So Jamar Chase, assuming he progresses through some form of practice in even two limited sessions, I would expect him to play. And then looking at the Zach Moss, Jonathan Taylor situation, 
Zach Moss sounds like the real issue was him being unable to grip the ball. And that happens usually when you have a swollen arm and swollen hand from an acute injury, but it does tend to resolve pretty quickly. And he had negative x-rays, which sort of structurally bodes well. So I think Zach Moss has a good chance to play next week. But as you alluded to, Jonathan Taylor, I would lean towards him coming back this coming week based mostly on the fact that the average timeline on these is five weeks. He's going to be at four, but they also avoided IR for him. So you would think they did that intentionally with the plan to return him at that fourth week. If I threw at you, who are you more confident playing in week 16, Jaden Reed or Jamar Chase? Is it Jaden Reed or Jamar? I would go Jamar Chase. Okay, oh, wow. well, that, that might say something for that. Last one here, no breakdowns. We need to get into that box. But the last one are those Monday night ones. Jalen Hurts, this put a scare into a lot of people and may have forced some different quarterback plays. And guess what? Probably not the worst thing. Unfortunately, you had a couple big plays that have already happened in the ridiculous, like the O'Connell and the Goff thing. But I don't even think it's probably out of pocket to say someone might've been scared enough on the Jalen hurts. Maybe they would have put in a Baker Mayfield. They were that scared and that would have been a benefit, but that was the fear. It's Monday. You don't have a lot of backups, your backup play. It's what I just said. The questionable guys, if you got another option, you know, you don't want to take that donut, especially at the QB spot. People might've had to ask themselves, is it worth the risk of Jalen hurts to put in Mariota or do I just play anybody else? So Deepak, what say you, both Gino and Jalen Hurts? Uh, Jalen's a little bit different. There's, It's like an actual illness that's going on, but it, the severity seems to be rising. There's an actual groin injury with Drew Locke and, um, or with uh, Gino Smith and the Drew Locke stuff has been mounting. Are you fearful that neither one of these players play? I would actually, if I had to bet, lean towards both playing. Gino Smith was able to log three limited sessions and most players with groin strains now at about a week and a half out from sustaining them, if they log that practice pattern, they would actually play. And especially as a quarterback, it's a little bit, there's movement, but there's a little less than normal uh, other positions. So I, I would lean towards Geno playing. Jalen Hurts is a really total wild card in the sense that il- the illness designation is usually played through, but this is quickly worsening to the fact, to the point where they, downgraded him and they kept him sort of separated from the team so with that being said though Jalen Hurts if you look at his player profile he has played through numerous injuries sometimes not even making the injury report but we know that he's been injured from the way he looks and is also the the headlines so that combination makes me think Jalen Hurts may play I think he probably would play and the the data strongly favors Geno playing You guys are going to need some Jordan games from these guys. He's a gamer. Yeah, he's a gamer. Um, But, you know, again, there's really nothing to break down because if they play, you're you're pot committed at this point with Monday night and you're going to have to cross your fingers. The performances are there. Deepak Chona, Sport MD Analysis. And as we've mentioned all season long over at sportsmedanalytics.com, everyone doesn't quite know this, but this is the last time we're going to be talking to Deepak this year. The last time you guys are going to be seeing us for the uh, breakdown live stream. So Deepak, talk to us uh, about what people can maybe see the rest of the way through playoffs, off season. Just give us a little plug on uh, the web. Yes, sir. Thank you. So we are going to be really featuring the content on sportsmedanalytics.com. You can interact with me directly, SportMD Analysis on Twitter or X. And that's really where we're going to be focused from here. Going to keep on with the injury content, the previews for each week, and then the focusing on the betting props as the playoffs go forward. So you let us know 
who your questions are, and we will keep coming at it with the Twitter X and with SportsMedAnalytics.com. Well, Deepak, you killed it all season, man. You've done you've done fantastic. We've uh, thoroughly enjoyed having you on. You have been a go-to for me, and uh, we cite you all the time on other shows that we do as far as your uh, analysis has gone, and I think you have helped a lot of people in understanding the injuries, maybe even getting ahead of it. So I highly suggest you follow him, Sport in MD Analysis, and uh, we can really only hope we get to see you sooner rather than later into next season uh, as, a te- as a not – Texas fan, but a supporter of Texas, Bogman may be planning a little coup of uh, if they were to move on in the playoff to maybe get the whole group that's in Texas there, where there's quite a few of you, yeah. by the way, that fantasy pros. There's you, there's uh, Tara, Bogman, uh, you've Debro's got Debro in Dallas, yeah, a little bit further back. So uh, get a little he might as well together. be in Oklahoma. Corey yeah, get a few <laughs> together. But everybody give him a follow. And Deepak, great job this season. And uh, looking forward to talking to you soon. Thank you. See ya. See you guys. Want to dominate your fantasy football leagues? Well, then you need My Playbook, available only from Fantasy Pros. Struggling with the waiver wire? My Playbook lets you see who the top available players are week to week. Can't decide who to start? Compare your players side by side with detailed breakdowns and projections for each week of your fantasy season. And it's all included with your premium subscription to Fantasy Pros. So sign up today at fantasypros.com or download our free My Playbook app to your Apple or Android device. All right, just us, just me and Bugs. Last time for you guys this season. I was, it's always weird too. It's like, we should probably tell you guys. Nobody gave me any directive of it, but we should probably tell you guys. This will be the last one of this bad boy that you'll be hanging out with us because you guys have got Christmas Eve and New Year's coming up. Yes, Sunday tends to uh, line up to some big stuff. Also, a note is the morning streams, which I do with It's Tara Time, me and Tara. Uh, Also, usually have Joe with like, some combo of him and Erickson or Debro. Uh, those are going to be moving to Saturdays next week. So make sure that you guys are up uh, same time as we do them on Sundays, but those will be going Saturday. So hopefully you guys join us. And how about we do one more giveaway, but we're not going to give it away. We're going to put you in line to get it away. If you will, that's right. This holiday season, you can win big with Trophy Smacks 36-inch fantasy football trophy giveaway. Just subscribe to Fantasy Pro's YouTube channel, which I imagine you're all doing. Comment on the video for your chance to win you can do this video there's quite a few others uh but i would say comment here if you're watching and then uh once you do you've got your chance to claim this impressive symbol of fantasy football glory celebrate your championship in festive style but make sure you turn on notifications so you can be alerted when new episodes are up and you can claim your prize for this absolute beauty all those engravings oh yeah I think we need to be doing that here at Fantasy Pros and uh, put some names on it. Put some put some names on it, Bogman. All right, we are jumping into the Miller Lite headline section. It's going to lead to all to here's to what's next, but we're going to kick it off with quarterback. So what's our quarterback headline of the day? How about baking up a playoff win from Baker Mayfield? Uh, two, 22 of 28, 381 yards and four touchdowns, of course. As soon as I give up on Baker, he has his best game of the year. Oh, wasn't it on a show we did earlier this week that uh, you gave me Baker officially because I claimed him as a surprise QB one. And you said, oh, you're the Baker guy now. I think that happened this week. Well, hey, let me let me tell you something. You're the Baker guy now. All right. I'm not the Baker guy now. So as long as I was the Baker guy this week, every other week, you (laughs) are the Baker guy outside of this week. (laughs) Let's all remember that Welsh (laughs) Baker guy had to stop and point it out to me on the show. So you are the Baker guy now. I was the Baker guy for this week, though. I was only defended this matchup. Nope, nope, forever. He's your guy now. 
Uh, uh, number two on the list here, Welsh. You'll you'll like this one way more. Run and catch CMC. Mm-hmm. 18 for 115 and a touchdown. Five for 72 and two scores. How about a three-touchdown day? Can you imagine if you took Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase ahead of CMC I, at number one? So many people did, too. We, it's something that you and I were we should call them. against. I could think yeah. of a couple. We should call them right now. I'm gonna, I might, you know what? I might call. I should call this. Should I call one of them live on no, the air? No, don't do that. Don't do oh, that. Oh, I was going to literally call one yeah, of them live on the air and say, don't how did that. it feel? To, okay, okay. But, yeah, that wasn't us. You, you guys don't know. Bogman just saved that because I ha- I unlocked the phone. <laughs> he's about to hit. He's about to hit send on that. I call. was I was looking for We're the in the middle D- of the segment. Welsh, come the on. D's or the P's or the J's. I was gonna find uh, <laughs> one of them. I was gonna call him. But yeah, uh, no. But can yeah. you imagine not loving Christian McCaffrey like we do? Just the the best running back in the league. It's not really close. I mean, he is amazing, which is hilarious. The argument too, because like the first overall thing is so silly. Because there's gonna be like the cynical people out there be like, oh, we you, you victory lap in Christian McCaffrey. No, we're just laughing at anyone not taking Christian McCaffrey one. That's, that's all. That's yeah, all. yeah, that's exactly. All. How about for the third? Miami's business waddle instead of model here, Welsh. It's throw it to the fast guy and no Tyreek. Waddle's fast. Let's throw it to him. Eight catches, 142, and a score. Couple huge weeks to end out the season here for Waddle. He is winning people money right now. So we are enjoying that. He so. was uh, very, very good. And there was a slight hesitation. We did the live stream this, mo- this morning when you had to think about it, because we got the live news that Tyreek Hill was inactive. And there's that, s- that slim little second where you're like, Ooh, there's also no Tyreek. And then you have sauce. And it was like, nah, you just got to commit, go in on Jalen Waddle. And it paid off for a lot of you. And hopefully you didn't get him out of that lineup. And that leads us to here's to what's next headline for week 15 and we are going to the tight ends box how about tucker craft brewing up a score one of the few things i actually got right betting this week was uh anytime touchdown for tucker craft he had four catches 57 yards and a score and has been very good and getting a very very high snap percentage he's been over 90 percent snap rate the last three weeks with luke musgrave placed on ir plus we just had Jaden reed uh, go down. Watson's been gimpy the whole year. Wicks had a fumble. There's not a lot of reliable targets left in Green Bay. So Tucker Craft may see a ton down the stretch here if Luke Musgrave is not coming back. And even if he does come back, Craft might be the better tight end. I'm not sure. A lot of Green Bay fans are saying that right now. So uh, he has absolutely earned a lot of playing time and he has been getting better and better. So what's next? It's absolutely Tucker Craft. Tucker Craft is here's to what's next. And with the Miller Lite in your hand, football and the playoffs don't just take great, taste great. It tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Fantasy Pros. That's MillerLite.com slash Fantasy Pros. Or you can find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. For a packer, 96 calories, 3.2 carbs, per 12 ounces. Very mush mouth today. I apologize to everybody. Maybe I'm speeding up and going a little too fast. I will Everybody's slow upset. it down. Now, you know, I can tell everybody's like, everybody's of all mad. the things, they're like, hey, yep. could you please Last show. possibly say taste like Miller Lite properly? 
God. or Miller time. Get it right, Welsh. Come on. I'll think about what I've done in the corner with the dunce hat. <laughs> uh, but let's get to some games. Let's break some of these down that we're here on Sunday. It, as you said, too, just everything stunk. It was it's crazy. It was like probably I feel like it was like my worst betting we round. Knew it of- was gonna be a weird week when the Raiders scored 63 points. Oh my, you know, yeah, great uh, call. I was by the way, I was out, I don't even remember where I was. I was somewhere, and then I looked at my phone. Wolf Lodge. That's where I was. I was yeah, vacation with the kids, and I looked at my phone right there. Bogman, I was like, what's happening? What happened here? It was like 40 something to not. It was crazy. You're was absolutely 42 right. zip at halftime is the largest Raiders lead at halftime in franchise history. I should have Thursday deleted night. every single bet knowing that it was all going <laughs> to fall apart, but we do. It's, it's Zay, Zay, uh, Zay here for the Sunday night football. If uh, you guys are for mm. you guys that are hanging out live with us, I'm in on that matchup recaps. All right, so breaking this down for week 15, Kansas City, they beat the New England Patriots 27 to 17. There was some scaries about Patrick Mahomes. People were scaried and people moved him down. He didn't need to. He didn't really, really need to. Mahomes obviously didn't put out number one overalls or anything like that. It was still Baker Mayfield. We know that. Yeah, when Baker, I mean, guys, it was Aiden O'Connell. It was Aiden O'Connell and Baker Mayfield. We all knew that coming in and Jared Goff. But Patrick Mahomes was good enough that hopefully you didn't bench him for like a Sam Howell and do anything silly. People were getting a little bit silly about it, but he performed well. They beat the Patriots um, and the Patriots pretty classic Patriots stuff here, Boggs. Yeah, I mean, uh, this one, to me, just looking at this, this is another Rasheed Rice game, and Rasheed keeps putting these great games on the resume going into next year. His value has vaulted way, way high. Nine targets, nine catches, 91, and a score. Huge day for him. Kelsey, this is a couple weeks in a row. Kelsey has kind of, uh, you know, abandoned us here. Five for 28. CEH did have that amazing leaping touchdown. Couldn't get it on the ground against the Patriots, but most guys don't. But he did provide some points with uh, those receiving yards. I talked him up a little bit this morning, too, in the live stream. Not that I was super excited, but I I did give some people some CEH answers because 17 touches. He's just he's good. He was going to get a lot of cracks at it. I felt like there was going to be volume. The Patriots had a good opportunity to stop it. By the way, an interesting note on the Rasheed Rice touchdown is it was a weird drawn up play where it was Mahomes and McKinnon Mm -hmm. in the backfield and Rasheed Rice was kind of in like a slot inline position and it was hiked to McKinnon fake like it was going to uh Mahomes and then it was yeah it was just like a push pass to Rice and it counted as a passing touchdown to McKinnon so I needed that too because I had the receiving prop for Rasheed Rice that also hit so oh, I like nice. that but yeah and McKinnon also had a receiving touchdown so he had two scores in this game uh Zappy 180 a touchdown and a pick I mean look Zappy's look better than what Mac Jones was putting out there so I guess that's nice because even with Stevenson down, you know, Zeke didn't do a lot. Uh, he had 46 total yards. Chiefs defense has been good all year, but 46 yards, not great on seven or 16 touches. So no one really Hunter Henry scored another touchdown. He's been on a nice little streak uh, ever since he torched the Steelers. Uh, Parker five for 44, no juju in this game and uh, pop Douglas three for 33. So not a lot surprising in this game. Uh, Rasheed Rice with another big performance. Mahomes uh, kind of proving, don't need to doubt him. 
And um, I don't know. At least the Patriots are putting together something. So there's Elliot a was a big disappointment, though. Huge disappointment. I did hit. I, I was on the receiving air prop, which, by the way, everyone kind of took off. The uh, receptions came up really late and hit those. So those hit. But he was just kind of he was a fantasy disappointment. I think there were some high expectations and he could have been started over some I don't theoretical viable options, uh, depending on what you guys had out there. New England has got Denver next week on Sunday Night Football. Kansas City has got the Raiders on Monday. So uh, be on the lookout for that. And always be on the lookout for our boys over at DraftKings, my personal sports book of choice. And it always has been because we are in the playoffs. And sometimes, sometimes we lose in our fantasy championships. And football starts to fall a little bit away. But guess what? We can bring that all back with the fun, the excitement of the bets, the props, and everything we can do over at DraftKings, whether it's a DFS or in the betting market. In the and playoffs. you can make the most of every single game day by betting on your favorite teams or players for a shot at winning big bucks. New customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting five on any matchup. So get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the app now and use code FANTASYPROS because new customers get 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just five bucks on the NFL. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code FANTASYPROS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas. Licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, Louisiana. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. On to the next game. Miami shut out the Jets 30 to nothing. I will not publicly say the people that text me in a thread saying they were betting the money line on the Jets. I will not mention those people, and I called them crazy. But Miami did put a little whooping down, and uh, I didn't even think the Jets could play this bad. The logic actually made a lot of sense, by the way. You think Tyreek is out. You've got kind of the banged-up injuries with A-Chan. lost to the Titans. No, no, no. I mean, to the Dolphins. I called these people crazy, but I'm just saying I'm not betting it, but I got the logic of where you were going yeah. as kind of like a letdown opportunity. <laughs> it wasn't. Raheem Mostert is incredible. HN didn't do a whole lot, but it was all Dolphins and the Jets disappointed. I mean, Jalen, um, Garrett Wilson didn't have a catch, I think, in the first half, which was like crazy unbelievable. And he got going once Trevor Simeon got into the game box. Yeah, I mean, it was only 21 of 24 for a two of for 224 and a touchdown. But Waddle had most of those yards, 142 and a score. No, the Dolphin had over 32. Uh, Raheem Mostert set the franchise record for touchdowns in this game. Um, he had three in this game. I believe that puts him at 19 or 20 no he's at 20 i think he hit 20 20? okay so he had 19 they had the the number was he had 19 his entire career leading into this year Ah. and he had more touchdowns this season than in his stay healthy that's been raheem Mostert's thing is not staying healthy not staying on the field so stay healthy behind a good offensive line and be the lead back score touchdowns uh not not hard math to do zach wilson left injured 
four for 11, 26 yards, 110 and two picks for Simeon filling in for him. Uh, Garrett Wilson, three for 29, Xavier Gibson, two for 29. It just wasn't good on offense for the Jets. Not a surprise. And look, they're waving the white towel. Uh, if you can avoid starting Jets moving forward, maybe Brees, maybe Garrett. That's it. I don't want to start any of the Jets. They are miserable. Yeah, even Brees. They, they, whatever reason, they just weren't getting the ball to Brees. They weren't doing the usual throwing where you can get five or six receptions out of him for full PPR. He had two total targets, seven touches. It was brutal. Uh, Miami has got Dallas and what should be a phenomenal game, especially Dallas trying to bounce back. The Jets have got Washington. That should be unwatchable uh, from top <laughs> to bottom, but there might be some you know fantasy stuff out of there. Moving on to Cleveland, who beat the Bears 20-17. to 17. Joe Flacco still doing his business and Fields... Uh, creating more questions for everybody. So fantasy takeaways for the Browns and the Bears. Yeah, I mean, Flacco, yeah, he had the three picks. uh, Didn't look good for a lot of this game, but 374 and two, they could not run the ball against the Bears. Uh, Eight for 20 for Ford, seven for eight for Hunt, two for two for Pierre Strong. Just nothing in the run game. So Chicago's run D actually looking pretty solid right now. Uh, Cooper had 108 for a score and Joku 104 in a score. He's been outstanding down the stretch here, especially with Flacco. Uh, Tillman even had four for 52. So that was nice. But I mean, Chicago, the run game, it, we're playing musical chairs every single week. This week it was Roshan, 36 yards rushing, 24 receiving, six rushes for eight for Herbert, uh, six for negative six for Foreman. He literally had negative points this week I, he had all the goal line carries which is why he had the negative uh yards because he kept getting tackled two yards behind the line of scrimmage because he was right there at the line but that's all they gave him they gave him six like short yards carries he lost yards on most of them so um just not a good game plan for him four for 52 for more uh scott had four uh three for 49 and commit had five for 23 in a score but yeah, I mean, this has turned into a vertical passing game for the Browns with Joe Flacco in town Dude. and Cooper being healthy and uh, Njoku getting all of these targets. They yeah. have looked very, very good down the stretch here. It, it's crazy how Flacco has completely unlocked Njoku and also really is going to be like a mirror situation where that team and David Njoku himself, they have to look and see, like, look at what the vertical passing game has done. When you target Njoku, they're moving the ball. He finds open spots in the defenses every single week with Flacco there. You know, what offensively was Deshaun Watson doing so differently? Part of it might be that he would have one check down and then he would tuck the ball under and start running. That might be part of it, but, you know, target him in the passing game. Like Njoku looking down the field. I mean, that he, was he really could be a it. top eight tight end moving forward. Um, you really you know, if Joe Flacco is there, I just don't know if it can happen with Deshaun Watson unless they are committed to that. So that's more of a longer term like dynasty thing. But with Flacco under center, David Njoku is an easy, fun start. And there are literally no questions about it. That does not mean there are not questions in general. And that is why we can hook it up so you can set it and forget it with my playbooks autopilot tool. Let us do the work for you. Make it easy to uh, manage your fantasy lineups. You can get suggested lineup changes via email, auto-swap and active players in and out, or just turn on the full, full, full autopilot mode, which will set and optimize the lineup every week, and then you can just make adjustments. Use that autopilot at fantasypros.com slash myplaybook, or check the MyPlaybook app and get hooked up every single week. It's just going to make your life a little bit easier in fantasy, especially when you guys are running multiple leagues. Even if you're not, obviously, it helps, so you're one focus. You got three or four leagues, 
why don't you let this set some optimization up and, uh, you know, always be tuned into Fantasy Pros. They ran some really great deals on all the awesome tools. So give it a little look as the season is coming uh, to a close here. Houston, they beat Tennessee 19 to 6. 16. Ooh, uh, 19 to 16. Sorry, I'm looking at that. We had a long conversation a day or two ago about Tennessee and how Houston was. Houston, even though Case Keenum played some how much? How much ball, of this game did you watch? I watched a decent amount of it. One of the reasons was me and Tara had a back and forth. She was Robert Woods and I was Noah Brown. I was pretty big in Noah Brown this week. If you remember, we were doing our, our DFS lineups, our original one. I was like, Noah Brown, Noah Brown. Uh, and then we created this lineup we loved and we didn't have Noah Brown in there. Noah Brown, eight for 82 and a touchdown. He became their version of Tank Dell. He he was the best version of separation that team has. It's not Robert Wood. I mean, 11 targets. No one else had more than five. Yeah, well, it's because he can actually find separation around the field. Like, he's a he was a pretty good player. Robert Woods is not. But also, the problem is Case Keenum, not a great player either. He made such some of the biggest boneheaded plays, yet Tennessee and Derrick Henry. You want to talk about having your all-time biggest flub game. Welcome to playing the backup quarterback and playing the Houston Texans where he had negative yards through like three quarters. He had 16 rushes for nine yards. That's stupid. I mean, it's just absurd. Some of these lines we got for some of these guys, you know, Will Levis, I thought turned it on at the end of that Miami game. He looked unstoppable. He was throwing lasers. They were darts. They were through coverage. I mean, it was amazing. Didn't bring that to Tennessee with him. 17 to 26, 199 and a pick. He was sacked seven times. And this is I was confident about Tennessee because they're missing Will Anderson and Blake Cashman and Tavier Thomas, three big pieces of their defense. And they still had an enormous game here. So Miko Ryans has those guys playing really well. I think the Oilers jerseys made him mad too, uh, because that's a, that's a whole McNair ownership thing, moving the Oilers to Tennessee, keeping them name the Oilers for a while. And then there's the oil in Tennessee and then uh, naming them the Titans later and then keeping those uniforms. It makes the Houston guys mad. So uh, this was a weird game. Singletary, huge game. 26 rush attempts for 121 yards. What the hell were they doing? Putting in Damian Pierce a couple weeks ago, more than Devin Singletary. It makes no sense. It's the hardest thing. Really the best back. It's the hardest thing to fathom too. And and I can understand why people can get frustrated as well, but it's like, what are we all supposed to know when like, like I jumped on the Singletary train right when it happened. Not everybody did that because Singletary clearly looked better. Damian Pierce disappeared. Then all of a sudden, Damian well, Pierce was like came leading back. up to that too. I didn't mean to cut you off, but leading up to that too, before Damian Pierce got hurt, they were split. It was Singletary doing the dirty work, but he was on the field a lot. Yeah, no, so that's, it wasn't, I mean, that's like, it wasn't a hard transition. Yeah, no, right? it wasn't. It led up to it. And then Pierce came back and stunk. And while Singletary was still doing the good stuff. And then all of a sudden it was like, we're all Damian Pierce. So what are we supposed to think? These are these backfields that it's like it's so nice to avoid when you (laughs) truly don't. To be honest with you, a bigger version of this has become the Falcons. We're not talking about them right now, but it's like Arthur Smith has thrown into this situation of like, how are we supposed to know what side of the coin he's flipping this week where it's Bijan gets nine touches or whatever the hell it is? Like, oh, he was bad too. Yeah, well, and he fumbled and stuff, but like, why the decision? Why, like, give us the logic of it. Like, we know on if you visually look, Devin Singletary is the better back. So we could follow that the whole time. But then all of a sudden it was like, oh my God, it's Damian Pearson. Singletary is going away. So sure enough, it's like, let's go back to Singletary. It's just an oddity. I don't have any real skin in the game. I've been a Singletary guy. I wasn't super into him this week because I still didn't feel like I knew what was going on. But these are the, those are the super, super frustrating spots where you, you just, when you, when 
coaches and team structure force you into making the wrong decision. You start the guy when he stinks and you sit the guy when he's good. Those are the ones that you just want to like put your head into a wall for fans. Yeah. And Singletary, I mean, just a huge game from him and Noah Brown in, in here. Schultz kind of was back at it for, for 58. I didn't get in the end zone, but I was the thing that infuriated me about this game. Welsh was, I don't know if you saw the very end when Houston tied it up, but I was this close. I mean, it should have been a pick from Keenum right near the goal line. And it went through the defensive backs hands first and then into Schultz's hand and he caught it down at the two and then they tied it up. So it was that close to winning my big bet I had on the Titans uh, and it did not pan out for me. So I was very upset, but yeah, I mean, Henry looked miserable. Will Levis is back to being bad and getting sacked seven times. So the magic is officially dead in Tennessee was only for two quarters, really one quarter for Will Levis. When they came back and beat Miami last week, it's over now. Houston has got Cleveland next week. Tennessee is at Seattle. Here's a quick break in the action because we talk a lot about what makes winners on this show. And there's one thing that all teams, coaches, and players have in common preparation. Planning is key in everyday life too. And a great way to be prepared for the unexpected is to join Air Med Care Network, America's largest air ambulance membership network. Air Med Care Network providers operate state-of-the-art helicopters that can respond to critically ill or injured patients who need emergency medical transport. These flights can be very expensive, but as an Air Med Care Network member, you won't see a bill for your flight only when flown by one of their providers. That's right, you'd pay nothing. You can become a member of Air Med Care Network for just $99 per year. And right now, our listeners get up to an $80 MasterCard or Amazon e gift card when they join and use offer code FANTASYPROS. That's FANTASYPROS with no spaces. Make financial peace of mind part of your game plan. Visit airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash FANTASYPROS. The Saints beat the Giants 24 to 6. Derek Carr was surprisingly good. And that little honeymoon of like, oh, Giants kind of good. Nope. No, no, no. That's done. 24 to 6 in favor of the Saints. Yeah. Look, I was like, hey, Tommy DeVito uh, hasn't been getting sacks. The Saints didn't get sacks uh, two weeks in a row. Maybe they won't sack him as much. Did you see how many sacks Tommy DeVito took? A lot of sacks you're bringing up here. No. Seven. Seven sacks, so nothing for them. I mean, Slayton, four for 63, Waller, four for 40. Welcome back. So, so glad you came back. Four for 40, one big catch for 29 of that. Um, DeVito led them in rushing. I did hit that prop, so that was nice. Uh, four for 36. Barkley, miserable. Nine for 14, two for 23. Uh, Breida almost had as much. On the Saints side, Derek Carr, three scores. Uh, going to Jimmy Graham. Keith Kirkwood and Juwan Johnson. So yeah, they helped out a lot of people. So glad about that. And then Alvin Kamara, 16 for 66 and another five for 44. So another day over hundred yards for him. He's been outstanding down the stretch. Saints are going up against the Rams on Thursday night football coming up this week and the giants and Philly divisional game Monday in week 16, Carolina, Atlanta, Carolina one nine to seven. Cause of course, and there's a lot of stuff in here. The big story to run Homer. Yeah, but the big story here is Bijan just yep. losing all the touches again. They had 10 theoretical, three targets. He caught one. He had seven carries. He lost a fumble. And if you watch that game, because I had bets on it, and on Bijan, as I do, you just see 
the constant same thing. Series starts with Tyler Algier. Oh, let's put in Cordell Patterson. And just Bijan would just, he would just get mixed into this big thing. And that's like why Arthur Smith is forever frustrating when the Panthers are the worst team in the NFL and they look exponentially better than really everything that Desmond Ritter ever does or Arthur Smith decides. Before we dive in, can you tell me, did you just make up theoretical touches or is this something that is uh, coming up a bunch? Recently? No, it's just me. What do you mean? Okay. I just, the term theoretical touches. Cause I mean, that sounds like risk bucks to me or like, well, how, I, how many theoretical dollars do I have? I say theoretical money? touches, but I'm saying I carries I know, and I targets. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I understand what it was. I just I was good, saying, I hope it doesn't uh, become a thing. Bijan was miserable. Seven for 11 Ritter who threw so well last week. Nothing. Uh, I don't know if it's the weather or if it's just because he's Desmond Ritter, uh, but he was miserable again this week. 12 for 20, 152, a touchdown and a pick. Um, yep. Uh, Cordell Patterson scored that touchdown, helping so many people. Uh, did you enjoy your pits in London game? Because that was it. Uh, two for 24 for pits uh, for London, three for 37 for pits. Bryce Young, who was the winning quarterback here, had uh, 167 yards passing. This was Chuba Hubbard chewing it up down the stretch. That's exactly what it was. 22 for 87, uh, 24 total touches. Also theoretical because he only had two targets. So 24 total touches for Chuba in the, the last drive in three field goals. That should not beat a team like Atlanta that is in the playoff hunt right now. And it did. You can't score seven points. I'd rather have anybody else in but Ritter. It is just bad in Atlanta. It's bad in Carolina, but it's really bad in Atlanta. So. You've got, uh, I just went from Carolina, Green Bay, Indianapolis is at Atlanta. I don't even know if Bijan is really startable in week 16. You probably don't have an option. Uh, you probably will have 150 yards and two touchdowns if you don't start him. Yeah, just probably. Anyone listening. So. Tampa Bay beat Green Bay 34 to 20. Baker Mayfield, we already talked about the huge day. Don't need to uh, go back on that. But uh, he made Godwin relevant again, which was inc- incredible. He had 10 catches. Um, Rashad White was awesome. Yeah, everybody that you expected was fine. Evans Mike scored. Evans, yeah, yeah, they did their stuff. Yeah, I mean, look, this Bucks offense, when Baker is rolling like that and so accurate, is great. And this is part of, you know, Green Bay secondary, just getting absolutely torched in this game. And, uh, you know, Godwin, great. He had his second 100-yard game in the season, but he's been a total letdown for me this year. So, of course, I didn't start him when he had 10 catches and 155 yards. Rashad White, 89 yards on the ground and 50 in a score on uh, through the air. He was awesome. Evans with the big touchdown. And like I said before, when we were talking about Tucker craft, he was good. Uh, Reed got hurt. Watson has been out. Wicks had four for 57 and a touchdown, but also a huge fumble. Uh, it was nice to see Aaron Jones back out there. He had uh, 53 yards rushing and 16 yards. receiving early on but, in the game too. And then they're just like, look, we're good. done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He looked good, but yeah, I mean, it was uh short and sweet. Yep, first drive. They're like, oh, no, just Aaron Joe. And then they're just like, we're done. We're no more. We're just going to throw the ball at Wicks. And, and what you want, you want them to throw the ball. Um, and hopefully Jaden Reed isn't going to miss time, but you heard that earlier. Jacksonville is at Tampa Bay. Green Bay has got Carolina next week. So be on the lookout uh, for that. We've told you kind of throughout the entire season, but we'll do it again in tire if you need new tires for your car bogman and tire uh discount tire is your go-to they've got exceptional service and you can get 30 percent shorter average wait times when you buy and book online at discounttire.com they have this really cool feature we've mentioned called treadwell which is an online tire buying guide gives you transparency on tire performance as well as personalized recommendations based on your location and driving habits discount tire is also the largest 
independent tire retailer in the country. So it has the biggest selection of tires and wheels. And the pro tip, experts at tire at Discount Tire want you to know you can prevent wear and boost gas mileage by keeping your tire pressure inflated. Tire pressure supports the weight of your vehicle and is important to check for safety. So if it's been over a month since you've last checked your tire pressure, stop by one of their local stores for a free tire safety and air pressure check. Discount Tire, let's get you taken care of. I told you it's a mush mouth me today. San Francisco. I feel like every time we've had one of those reads, we go into the Niners and I'm like, oh, I don't care that I just screwed that read up uh, because we get to talk about the Niners. <laughs> Niners beat down the Arizona Cardinals, even though the score was a, it was a little bit closer to start. And then the 40, uh, the 49ers defense was kind of playing garbage towards the end, giving up. Some it was 21 to 13 stuff. at halftime. Like the Cardinals were respectable, but yeah. I can tell you that uh, my second biggest bet of the week was this over. So I like Ooh, the over. A that's lot. good. Unfortunately, mine was Brandon. Ayuk having a huge breakout game coming back to Arizona his home place. He actually had a giant, like 40 yard open spot that he tripped right at the end and missed. It wouldn't have gotten me there, but it was all Debo Debo, two touchdowns. Again, George Kittle got it going. Christian McCaffrey had everything. It was quintessential 49ers built around a Brock Purdy that will continuously be known as just a simple game manager to great pieces and whatever, you know, to whatever end that ends up being guy still had four touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. Four touchdowns. Uh, for him, Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold uh, came in at the end here. CMC with his huge game that we already talked about. Uh, Kittle with two for 54. So meh. same thing with IU, uh, three for 37. Debo, four for 48 and two scores. So Kitt he, didn't Kittle have two touchdowns though? Or am I no, making he, that up? Was no, that you're making that up. Debo had the two scores. So it's Debo McCaffrey. Had two, I'm McCaffrey visualizing the scoreboard yeah. when I was looking at it. it was Debo and it was Christian McCaffrey. You're right about yeah, that. The, yeah, they scored a bunch and uh, yeah, uh, McCaffrey had three. Debo had two and uh, those those were your scores. So and look on the Cardinals side, the Cardinals put up over 400 yards of offense on your Niners, which is impressive. Oh, yeah, because they're running all over the 49ers. They were running all over the four. Erickson and I both had unders for Connor. I had rushing yards, which I lost. He had 86. He had receiving yards. It was at nine and he only had three. So, um, uh, Erickson got that side. Uh, Murray had one touchdown and two picks and only 211, uh, yards through the air, but he did rush for 49. DeMarcado had a big touchdown run of 49. So he had four for 64. Michael Carter had three for 27. McBride had over a hundred yards as well. 10 for one Oh two. So he's been huge down the stretch. They got Elijah Higgins involved late. He scored a touchdown. So there was some, we saw some positive flashes from the Cardinals here and looks like, you know, we kind of all were cynical about Kyler coming into the season. I didn't think he was going to play. And then there was this contract stuff and a new regime. And he got in here and he is uh, he is playing very well in this system. And he is going to be the quarterback for the Cardinals moving forward. So it's just going to be about adding pieces. And every mock draft has him taking Marvin Harrison Jr. So good luck covering that guy for a decade, Welsh. So that's not going to be fun. Mm -hmm. Tredarius Ward, uh, two picks against Kyler. We'll take that plus a pick <laughs> six. So Kyler, keep it up, buddy. Arizona has got Chicago and the Niners. I think they are finishing off uh, Birdfest 2023 with Baltimore Monday Night Football next week. So it's gonna be a great game. That's yeah, gonna be a great game. Finish Hopefully. off your Christmas with a a little uh, a little raven eating. I'm, I'm hoping they can uh, finish it off and have bird for Christmas. Please, Last please, time please. the Ravens played on Christmas, I believe they lost to the Steelers. So keep that tradition up. Good I appreciate sign. that, Welsh. The Rams beat Washington 28-20 to 20 in a game that didn't go the way that most people expected. Everyone expected a huge Matthew Stafford, huge both Cooper Cup and Puka. Cup did end up having hit a big touchdown that turned it around. And Kyron 
ended up having a big day, but I believe he had multiple fumbles. Did I make that up? No, or because no, you he had put, two fumbles. Yeah, he had two fumbles, too, but he had 152 yards and a uh, score. So it was like weird in what it ended up looking like, but Stafford didn't have the day that everyone thought was going to take away Washington. We didn't have and, to. Yeah. That that was that was the big part of it was because they went up big. I mean, they went up 20, uh, 20 zip real fast. Washington scored late twice, but they were beating Washington into the ground. Under Jacoby Brissett, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Brissett uh, played the comeback because Jekyll and Howell uh, just was not working. He had a pick, and did he fumble? Uh, he No, he didn't fumble, but he had a pick. 11 for 26. He was just miserable in this game. Chris Rodriguez, your leading rusher for the uh, commanders, 10 for 35. McLaurin had a huge game on everybody's bench. Now that you don't want to start him anymore. Luckily, you and I had him in best. So he helped us a lot there. 12 targets, six catches, 141 in a score. Curtis Samuel scored twice. Uh, Jahan Dotson, a whole one catch for 12 yards. His 20, uh, 23 has been forgettable. But yeah, because the Rams got up in this game, Stafford didn't need to pass. He did throw the ball 33 times. This is still a pass first team, but they handed the ball off to Kyron 27 times. So 27 rushes, 152 in a score. They were just running the clock out for that whole second half. Uh, Cooper Cup had that big touchdown right after they came back from the break. It was 62 yards and a score, eight for 111. Uh, Puka, five for 50. I expect Rams games to be more competitive and Stafford to be better, but Cup looking good two weeks in a row is huge. So we know he is 150% absolutely trustable moving forward, which is what we wanted to see. Rams, as I mentioned, have New Orleans on Thursday night. Washington is going up against the Jets. The final game here, Buffalo beat up the Dallas Cowboys 30 one to 10 thought it was going to be a lot more competitive. I didn't think Dallas was going to roll over like they did. And Buffalo handed it to him, man. Yeah. I mean, look, Josh Allen had 94 yards passing in this game in a touchdown. He did not do a ton. He ran for another touchdown, which was nice. Eight for 24 and one, but we talked about this uh, on in this league. And I said, James cook, the whole game plan for Joe Brady moving forward since they fired Ken Dorsey is give the ball to James cook more 25 rushes for 179 yards and a touchdown two catches for 42 yards and a touchdown and also hit that receiving prop, which was way too low at 22 yards for him. Um, and Diggs didn't have to do much Four for 48. Uh, James cook had three guys caught balls for the bills in this game. There were only seven completions for Josh Allen. They just didn't have to do anything. Dallas kept handing, handing him the ball. It was uh, a pick and I guess uh, maybe a couple turnovers on downs here, but 21 to 34 for Dak. Uh, Pollard was 11 for 52. Lamb has seven for 53. He was okay. Ferguson, if you're in a PPR league, got you 10 points, six for 44. Brandon Cooks, nothing. He was sick all week too. Uh, Gallup had one catch for nine yards. I mean, this Dallas offense produced 195 total yards. Uh, the the entire game 351 for the bills almost all on the ground this was a 35 to 25 time of possession 10 minute difference bills just ran right down the throat couldn't stop them couldn't do anything and there you go that is gonna do it for our breakdown of the week 15 games that's our rewind here we got the sunday night football game going on we got some monday night action obviously full slate make sure you're tuned into fantasy pros all week long the notes again this was the final of the breakdown episodes after the uh, really just the Sunday games. Cause you've got two holidays coming up here. So it has been incredibly awesome hanging out with you guys on the live stream. Thank you to everybody that has watched us live that has hung out all season long. Same thing on the podcast. 
you guys welcome in, welcomed in Bogman and I to this podcast, which is a heavily listened to episode. It's the one coming right off of everything. So we appreciate you guys hanging out with us all season long, putting up with us, hopefully having some fun and uh, getting you through the setup for what we went through and what is coming down in the week. Also want to remind, uh, we did have some other cool stuff as far as our belt winner. Young Drew 22 was our winner. Andrew Duplessis, I believe is the name. You were the winner of Trophy Smack's Ultimate Custom Championship belt. And not to make it confusing, we've got a contest coming up where as long as you are subscribed to Fantasy Pro's YouTube channel and you comment on any video you are eligible to win Trophy Smacks Fantasy Football Trophy. We're going to be doing that this week, so make sure you're locked into everything so you got a chance to win, and I imagine um, maybe we'll give that away on Saturday. I don't know. That's like the last of the week, but we got the full slate of everything, ranks and everything here at Fantasy mm-hmm. Pros, so go to and fantasypros.com. Dynasty Pod with myself and Pat coming back pretty soon, so pay Ooh. attention to that. Sweet. Awesome. Awesome. Minds. Yeah. And you'll get Bogman and I Bogman will be up on Thursday with Joe and Erickson for um, the game picks show on betting pros. And then I will be back on the Friday episode of props with Erickson, myself and Pisa Pia. We'll be doing those on betting pros if you're looking for more of that action. So again, thank you guys. Thank you to fantasy pros, betting pros and all of you for hanging out with us. I hope the playoffs are going good and I hope you lock these bad boys down, but hit us up in any way that we can help. You can find him on Twitter at Bogman Sports, me at Is It The Welsh. Until next time, the story of the game does go on. <laughs> for Bogman and the Welsh, we're out of here. Goodbye. So you. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Pros Fantasy Football Podcast. If you love the show, the best free way to support us is by leaving a positive review on Apple Podcasts at fantasypros.com slash review or on Spotify. Follow us on X, Instagram, and TikTok at Fantasy Pros, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasy pros. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.